0: Good morning. This is the Daily Whistle. Stein on Anchor FM presents the Coffee Chronicles. And today, uh, we're going to be uh, doing a show because, I, as I, as you know, there's, your, uh, we got told last week that the school year has ended. Not that they're not going to keep doing the remote learning. That continues. But we're going to be doing the rest of the school year from home, as most states have And because there's a lot to do for for your children, I'm sure some of you are already doing it, there's a lot of reading to be done. And there's a lot of books to recommend, old and new, and some of you have already read. I'm going to be discussing that today. So, good morning. I hope that you will join me here today on the Daily Whistle Stein on Anchor FM presents The Coffee Chronicles, because it all begins with coffee and also books. As you can hear my Keurig again, I'm going to be doing another segment today, hopefully tomorrow, and today is all about books for the young reader or for the, like the, as young as kinder, first, second, third, you know, all, all the way up, you know, where they can read different books uh, up until middle school. And even high school, you know, it all all depends what you like to read. And here we go. It all begins with coffee. Thank you for joining me today here on the Daily Whistle. Stein on Anchor FM presents the Coffee Chronicles. We'll be right back. We're back to The Daily with Silstein on Anchor FM presents The Coffee Chronicles. Thank you for joining me today. As I said before, I have a few recommendations for books. I'm going to start with the younger readers. Um, yeah, as you know, the books by Dr. Seuss are very popular. And I have the ABC by Dr. Seuss. Those are very, very good for like the kinder, you know, the kinder levels, you know, child that wants to learn his ABCs. As you know, it starts with big A, little A, what begins with A, and Annie's alligator A, 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 and so forth. It's like a rhyming sequence, as you know. And then, of course, the Go Dog Go, which is in the, it's in the Dr. Seuss series, but it's by P.D. Eastman. He wrote Go Dog Go, and it's very, it's a beginner's book, as you know, dog big dog little dog and it goes on to big dogs and little dogs and so forth this is a very popular book i remember watching children last summer and one of the little boys that i watched uh he was really really uh big on this book go dog go and his mom did say that he wouldn't go to sleep without them reading his book so uh shout out to bodie because he he uh really loved this book and shout out to mallory and trent um Ma Mallory and Trent Harris and uh, PJ and all of them and uh, I know that uh, Bodie really loved that book and uh, my kids also loved it so um, and I remember my my oldest he was he really loved the go dog go um, they all did but especially my oldest Paul and uh, even my daughter Michael did too he loved the Dr. Seuss books as well but he was always trying to uh more into like the uh, car books uh, back i remember when he was smaller it was always about the car books but like i said these are very popular books for beginners so i hope that you will check those out i'm sure you've already read them but i wanted to recommend them now there's another book that i got that i thought was really really good for uh, when when your child begins to read would would a worm go on a walk and this was written by hannah c hall illustrated by bill bolton and it says would a worm go on a walk would a piglet play piano would a lion be a lifeguard well no because that's not how god made them each each zany question and answer shows us how god gave the animals and each of us two unique qualities and special strengths children will giggle over the ridiculous scenarios presented and they will come away with the knowledge that we are each special and we're loved by a wise creator. So this is more of like uh, uh, more religious uh, or it it, is a really great uh, Christian book but it is for children and it's uh, it's adorable. I loved it and uh, my daughter loved it and my you know she's the one that had this book and, uh, we loved us. This, this, uh, this was a wonderful book for her to read. And there's, there's a lot of other books, of course, but I also wanted to go into, uh, other books. Uh, one of the main books I wanted to talk about today is where the wild things are. This is a story by Maurice Sendak, and this is a very popular book. It was the winner of the Caldecott medal. And, uh, I wanted to go into more about uh you know this story. Um I know that it talks about a little boy named Max and uh and his very overactive uh, overactive imagination. But I wanted to go ahead and read this book because uh it is I mean it's it's kind of long, but it's not really that long. So I wanted to take the time to uh Recommend other books as well, but also end it with reading "Where the Wild Things Are," because uh, it is a book that's very popular. And if you haven't read it, um, I hope you'll check it out because it is a wonderful story. And uh, my all my kids loved it, but especially my son Michael. He really loved this book. He there was a, this was one of his favorite books that he read. And he still loves that he has a copy of this book, you know there's certain books he just have copies of, and of course, he loves the Captain Underpants and the the Jeff Kinneys, you know, and uh the Diary of the Wimpy Kids, which are my oldest favorite books, um uh, my son Paul, and Connie likes all types of books she she just got into the Diary of the Wimpy Kids, she has the Raina Tegemeyeier books. But I'm gonna look up about Maurice Sendak and read a little bit about him. Give me a second here. This is live and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of breathing heavy. I'm moving from room to room and I got up early and I, I was drinking coffee, so all of that going on. Uh, let me see. Let's read a bit about Maurice Sendak. Okay. Okay, so uh, unfortunately, he, you know, he did pass away in twenty twelve, but um, let's read about, uh, about him. Let's see here. Let's see. Okay. It says about him. Sometimes dark, sometimes gleefully silly, but always inventive, intelligent, and colorful. Marie Sendak's imaginatively illustrated children's books never forgot, forget their audience, although his classic Where the Wild Things Are was criticized upon its initial publication for being too frightening. Children re- responded with enthusiasm to both its wonderfully zany artwork as well as its honesty. So this uh, this is why I brought up Maurice Sendak because he as well as Rob White as if you remember I spoke about Rob White in The Lion's Paw. They wrote for children, but they wrote uh scenarios that the children were going through. As I read uh, chapter 1 about uh the of The Lion's Paw, I talked about how these two orphans um, in, in the book, you know, um, of, of the Lion's Paw, you know, there's these two orphans, Paul, Penny and Nick, are trying to uh, find a way to uh, not live in that orphanage anymore. And when I read you the chapter one, Nick was being taken by someone um, and that who wanted to possibly adopt him. But then he thought of a way to come back and get Penny so they both could leave and live their lives. So, you know, they write realistic stuff and, uh, Marie Sendak is one of those authors as well. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, uh, get back to, uh, recommending the, you know, other books. And then I'm going to end it with, uh, reading Where the Wild Things Are by Marie Sendak. So, um, I will be right back and I hope that you are enjoying today's show. And again, i happy to be with you here on the Daily Whistle Stein on Anchor FM Presents the Coffee Chronicles. We'll be right back. And we're back to the Daily with Silstein on Anchor FM Presents the Coffee Chronicles. I also wanted to mention the books, uh, Pete the Cat. Uh, That's by James Dean and Eric Litwin. Um, And they wrote, both of them write Pete the Cat. And those are also for beginning readers. If you would like to read those, I'm sure some of you have heard of it. But in case you haven't, it's Pete the Cat. And I think they were, I'm not sure, but I think they were on PBS Kids. I'm not sure they were. I think I remember that from uh, when I was at, at Fuquay Elementary and I was able to uh, uh, sub there for the kindergarten class earlier in the year. And I remember that I was able to... Um, what's the word, uh, to read some of these books. And uh, my son, uh, my middle schooler, was reminding me that those are also beginning reader books. So if you ever want to check those out as well. But, I, uh, but now, you know, as I said, there's uh, books for the, like, tween. It's in between teenager and, like, my daughter's 10. She really has gotten into the graphic novels, like Raina Telgemeier and her book Smile, Guts, sisters, drama. All these books um, are very popular with the tweens. So those are also good books to check out. And I have spoken about Raina Telgemeier, but I really like the books like Jack London, The Call of the Wild for, for the younger reader and Rob White's The Lion's Paw and all his other books that I had mentioned before. But Maurice Sendak has uh, a lot of books, you might want to check those out, but, the where the wild things are, like I said, it was criticized at first because <clears throat> he spoke so honestly about what this little boy was experiencing, Max. But when you read the book, you know, it's very, you know, um, it, you know, it, it's very good for children to be able to express themselves. And in this book, I feel that it's been very popular for a very long time. And that when he, you know, he wrote about for children, and he gave them a voice, and uh, this is a, a really great book. So I'm gonna go ahead and um, end today by reading where the wild things are. Uh, but I wanted to. The other announcements are that I'm gonna be giving more uh, podcasts. I'm gonna probably do another one tomorrow, where I'm probably gonna talk about the uh, the books by Jody P. Colt which is one of my other favorite authors that I've always lo- loved you know uh, her 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 writing and the sentiment she puts behind each of her books and going into that and uh, recapping on all the other authors that I have mentioned and also work on giving an author a spotlight like when I do my show on the Daily with Solstein on Anchor FM I am going to add an author spotlight and hopefully later on if that author is available just for a few minutes, get them on there to kind of just leave a message or come on the show and tell us a little bit about them and their books. Kind of like a short segment, I'll try to add that because now Anchor has added, excuse me, I'm drinking my coffee, has added a, a, a new thing where we can add an audio or we made a video, they'll they'll convert it into an audio and uh, um, I'll be able to do all of that through Anchor FM. So I'm very excited. Uh, but anyway, so now I'm going to go into where the wild things are. I'm going to go to the other room so I can read it to you. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're listening, if you are a, uh, uh, if you have your child at home that is listening, I hope they enjoy this story today. One of my favorite parts about subbing was when I was able to read a story uh, in the classroom. And I try to make it as animated as possible so I had a lot of kids looking at me, which which they love, especially the younger kids. But Where the Wild Things Are. Story and Pictures by Maurice Sendek. Here we go. Story and Pictures. Uh, he, he illustrated them and he also uh wrote the book. So here we go. Where where the wild things are and pictures by Marie Sendek. The night Max wore his wolf suit and made uh, the, sorry the night Max wore his wolf suit and made mischief of one kind and another. His mother called him wild thing and Max said, "I'll eat you up." So he was sent to bed without eating anything. That very night in Max's room, a forest grew. A forest grew, sir. And grew. And grew until his ceiling hung with vines, and the walls became the world all around. And an ocean tumbled by with a private boat for Max, and he sailed off through night and day. Okay, see. And in and out of weeks and almost over a year to where the wild things are. And when he came to the place where the wild things are, they roared their terrible roars and gnashed their terrible teeth and rolled their terrible eyes and showed their terrible claws. Till Max said, be still and tamed them with a magic trick. Of staring into, into of staring into all their yellow eyes without blinking once, and they were frightened and called him the most wild thing of all and made him king of all wild things. And now cried Max, let the wild rumpus start. And then they show them climbing the trees, and they're all enjoying themselves. Climbing the trees and looking at the moon and howling. Ow, howl, howl. I'm just adding that. And then they're marching now. They're marching with, with uh, Max. Max is like their king, and he's walking around like he's leading them. Now stop, Max said, and send the wild things off to bed without their supper, and Max, the king of all wild things, was lonely, and wanted to be where someone loved him best of all. Okay, Then all around, from far away, across the world, he smelled good things to eat, so he gave up being king of where the wild things are. But the wild things cried, Oh, please don't go! We'll eat you up. We love you so. And Max said, No. The wild things roared their terrible roars and gnashed their terrible teeth and rolled their terrible eyes and showed their terrible claws. But Max stepped into his private boat and waved goodbye. Bye-bye. And sailed back over a year and in and out of weeks and through a day. It he shows him sailing, sailing away and into the night of his very own room, and into the night of his very own room where he found his supper waiting for him. And it was still hot. And the end, this is how it ends. So he had a quarrel, as we know, uh, with his mother. You know, a lot of children, You know, and I'm sure uh, those of you listening can relate sometimes. We don't always listen to our parents. I have three children that even sometimes now when I tell them, get on this, they look at me like, do I really have to? And they should, but he doesn't want to. So he's upset, you know, and and he's expressing his feelings. So he creates this imaginary world of wild things that are listening to him. And he gets to tell them, but he kind of tells them like his mother tells him. Um, and it, and this story is wonderful because even though, you know, like I said, it was criticized when it first came out, um, uh, Marie Sendak liked to relate to children and how they felt. And that's the same thing I got from Rob, Rob White. When he wrote, he wrote for children he wrote about subjects that were a little hard, you know, for some to take in. And, uh, but, but it, it it's a great book that children should read. I hope they do. And I just wanted to come and share some of these books with you guys today because I feel like, uh, you know, especially being at home, those of us that are still at home with our kids, especially those that are mostly the kids are now doing stay at home, uh, you know, remote. remote, Most of of what I know is that the kids aren't returning back to school. And especially in our state in North Carolina, they announced last week that we're gonna continue doing the remote learning. And we won't be back till till later this school year, we hope. And uh, like I said, you know, it's good to grab a book, recommend a book. And I want to share not only the books that I love to read or for the older adults or my own books, but also for the younger reader, for the the smaller child to the oldest child. And uh, hopefully I'll have recommendations for the older, like high school level, up, um, but, but like The Outsiders there's by Essie Hinton is a, is a book that they can read. Uh, they, there's nothing, you know, they, they, there's no, like in middle school, I think they started reading, but you could also read it in high school. There's a lot of different types of books that you can read, but for now, those are my recommendations of books, and I'm sure there's more out there. I had already mentioned the books by Debbie McKibber. I had her on my podcast. Shout out to her. And, and and all the wonderful authors that write books for children. I know there's another author out there, um, and and I hope I don't mispronounce her name. She's also from Coffee House, but she's an author in her own right. And I hope to have her one day on my podcast because she did a wonderful interview on my on me uh, through her to her blog and website, Ilwyn uh, Autumn. If you're listening, um, I know you have books for children out there, so I hope that you will come on the show one of these days that we can, you know, speak about your books. But I wanted to just come here and kind of share today while I'm doing the Coffee Chronicles, because it all begins with coffee and also books, which I love. I wanted to do this on the Daily Whistle, Stein presents the Coffee Chronicles today. So. I hope you have a great one. I hope you enjoyed the story and I hope that you will join me again on the next show. And thank you again. Have a a most amazing and blessed uh, Tuesday and it all begins with coffee. Thank you for joining me. Have a great one.